Welcome to Flashback, a podcast by the Okaloosa County Public Information Office. Get ready to dust the nostalgia off your sleeve as we talk with Okaloosa citizens who share with us how things used to be. I'm your host, Nick Tomacek. It's time to step into your imaginary DeLorean, tap your flux capacitor, and flashback. Hey, everybody. I really appreciate a perfect day on an Okaloosa County beach. I've lived here 16 years and I've never gotten tired of it. I've met locals that roll their eyes at me and would rather take a jaunt up to the mountains of Georgia or Tennessee for a long weekend digging their cars out of the snow and breathing thinner air while wearing winter coats that they'll never wear again when they return back to our sunny beach town. But for me, and I think many others, our area is the undisputed champion of gorgeousness. It's no surprise that filmmakers thought the same thing. Over the years, Northwest Florida, not just Okaloosa County, was the set for movies dating back to the 1940s, like 12 O'Clock High in 1949, which starred Gregory Peck about air crews in the United States Army's 8th Air Force, who flew daylight bombing missions against Nazi Germany. There was also 30 Seconds Over Tokyo in 1944, which was based on the real-life experience of the pilots and the crew of the famed Doolittle Raid. And John Wayne's The Green Berets was filmed at Eglin, as well as a movie called Frogs in 1972. This movie was about an upper-class family who liked to hunt and kill and throughout the years, and eventually nature, including large bullfrogs, rise up and attack them on an island. Suppose nature gave a war and everybody came. The snakes, the birds, the lizards and frogs. It's no surprise that this did not win an Academy Award. Uh, We also had Transformers Dark Side of the Moon and Truman Show filmed in nearby Seaside in South Walton. One of the most notable films was filmed in Shalimar, Destin in the Navarre area. Chief Brody, can we go please? I think we may have another shark problem. Are you serious? Yeah, you guessed it, Jaws 2. This sequel was the highest grossing sequel of all time until it was beaten out by Rocky II a short time later. Jaws 2 starred Roy Scheider, not Schneider, Scheider, who played Chief Brody again, reliving his nightmare, this time with older, more defiant kids and an increasingly paranoid wife, Ellen Brody. She was played by actress Lorraine Gray, who would become a target for yet another great white shark, this time finding its way to the Bahamas in the fourth movie, Jaws Revenge. If you haven't seen that one, you aren't missing much. Well, Roy Scheider wasn't too thrilled about acting in Jaws 2. I guess he didn't want to be typecast as the hysterical police chief always screaming for bigger boats as growling great whites approached him. By the way, they should have listened to him. A bigger boat would have solved the problem. I'd like to see old Jawsy try to sink a U.S. Coast Guard cutter. Anyway, Scheider eventually agreed to do the film to end a contractual issue with Universal, allegedly. And while he was in our beautiful Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Navarre area, he was known to frequent a few of the drinking establishments of the day. I spoke with a couple people about the Jaws star who were around at the time. He uh, did the nightclub scene around here. You'd run into him at the nightclubs. This is Anita Crowhaw. She was the Destin Chamber of Commerce CEO when the film crew decided to film in our area. 
She's currently living in Fort Walton Beach. Initially, the movie was filmed in the Northeast, but the director was eventually fired and was getting colder, and so they needed to reshoot and shoot some new scenes in a place without snow during the winter months. They reached out to Anita for filming locations. Which nightclubs did he really? Which nightclubs did he go to? What was around them? Well, hey, back then it was called Nighttown. Mm -hmm. I also went to the, the Hogsbreath when it was on the island. He really wasn't shy about it that I know of because people would run into him at these places. He was pretty well known around here. He had a fishing museum, and I tried to talk Universal Studios into letting us have the shark, and, and they turned me down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was exciting. Um, the, a lot of the people here, they had uh, roles in the movie. Well, my life has been fabulous. Uh, even though I never really left here, uh, I, I've had a lot of experiences. The world came to me instead of me going out to meet the world. Another local remembers having beers with Scheider and Navarre. And Navarre is a town, if you don't know, is directly to the west of Okaloosa County. I spoke with Bruce Rowley during a soccer practice earlier this year as his grandkid was playing on the same team as mine. So forgive the background of children uh, playing and screaming. And you were here living in this area when they filmed Jaws too, right? Yes, right. Yeah. What do you you met Roy Scheider? I read, I met Roy Scheider in the uh, cocktail lounge at the Holiday Inn in Navarre. I was running the parasail on Oakloose Island back in the day, uh, and it was right. We were rained out, so we went out to Navarre to have beers. Well, so what was that like? Oh, he was a really nice guy. We were walking in, and uh, we sat down and. This guy walks in and everybody's going, oh, look at that. And yeah. So he walks over and he got, sat down and have beers with us and everything. And really? Yeah. We got to look out the windows over there at the bar and see out there on the Gulf where they actually had Jaws pulled up on the beach. That's pretty cool. And I assume you guys went out there because Jaws, was that was their home base. No, we went out there because the hog's breath on Oak Loose Island was closed and we couldn't go drinking our favorite bar. <laughs> Not a lot. Of, I don't know if it, I, I don't think the plaque still exists, but when the Hog's Breath was on Oakloose Island, they actually had, the reason why the bar was closed, they had actually filmed scenes from Jaws 2 in Hog's Breath on Oakloose Island. Roy Scheider sounds like a great guy to kind of go party with, right? Scheider passed away in 2008 at the age of 75, according to the Wikipedia page on him. You may have heard of some of the other films he starred in. He was Doc Levy in Marathon Man in 1976, Dr. Haywood R. Floyd in the 1984 film 2010, which was the sequel to 2001 A Space Odyssey. He was also known for playing Captain Nathan Bridger in the science fiction television series Sequest DSV from 1993 to 1996. This, that show was uh, kind of uh, uh, one of my favorites because it came out when I was a kid and I always begged my parents to let me stay up and watch that one each week. There were a lot of locals in the movie, Jaws 2. They were extras. They helped out the set as crew members. Local businesses also benefited. Um, um, some people even got to star in the role and got some speaking roles in the movie. One of those people is now our Okaloosa County tax collector, Ben Anderson. I spoke with him recently in his office, which incidentally is a walk down the hallway from my own office. Ben Anderson, Okaloosa County tax collector. 
thanks for uh, meeting with me. I appreciate it. Hey, Nick, it's great to always be with you, and I appreciate the opportunity to share some of the history of Fort Walton and our county and what we've done. So before you were a tax collector, you did some other things in business, but the reason that I'm talking with you today is you were actually in the movie Jaws 2. Yeah, what a what an opportunity for our area, them to select Navarre and Destin and Shalimar as a place to film one of the iconic movies. We were the first follow-up behind Jaws. And I think everybody knows the dun-dun. Mm -hmm. You hear that and it's Jaws. And it's also Okaloosa County. To begin with, Okaloosa County was not near as big as it is today. And so when they came here to film, our gorgeous white beaches, Holiday Isle, uh, the whole area was just incredible. But some of the landmarks that are in the movie are no longer here. Out in uh, Santa Rosa County, you had the Holiday Inn, which had the inside pool area. That There are some shots that are taken there. That was their base camp for the movie. But over here in Okaloosa, we had Captain Dave's, which was a restaurant right down on the harbor, actually over the harbor. And that was a, a scene for a lot of the filming when you would see uh, Roy Scheider come in as the sheriff and they would go in and out of that location to be on the water to utilize their boats. Well, during one of the hurricanes, I believe it was Ivan, that place disappeared too, just as the Holiday Inn at the same time. So we lost some of the iconic landmarks in the movie, but they've all still been replaced. But what's still here is the beautiful beach that had many scenes, and then also our beautiful Destin Harbor that uh, hosted some of the scenes of the movie. And Choctahatchee Bay, which is where I filmed a couple of scenes there. It, it's kind of interesting that um, when they go on site to do movies, a lot of times they just need people in the background. So you see people walking around at different scenes, they don't have lines, they don't say anything, but it's certainly, you don't bring all those people from Hollywood. So you just grab the locals. So your casting director puts out a call in the local newspaper looking for background people. And I went, oh, well that'll be fun. You know, so with a friend we went out and applied and thought, hey, this would be a great opportunity to tell the grandkids we were in the background of JAWS. You know, so sure enough, I went out and you had to fill out an application. I wrote a couple funny things on there, but um, you know, like told them what I do, what my background, my experience. I said, but my real talent is catching sand fleas and building sand castles. And that was just a little throw in at the end. And the casting director looked at it and said, okay, this guy might be fun to work with. So they ended up with a few speaking lines in the movie that they thought they could fill with local people. And so she went back through my application and said, yeah, let's call them. And I was one of uh, 13 people that applied for two speaking roles. And the fact that I had the scuba diving background and certification qualified me for that. And so it was a young naval pilot and myself that got the two speaking uh, parts of the movie. Well, I had several lines in the movie in two different scenes. The one I think that's uh, most noted or people here is uh, when we were out on the boat and it was where our scuba dive instructor 
saw the shark, panicked and came straight up and he embolized. And so we have a scene where we are lifting him uh, onto the center of the boat and I yell up to the captain of the boat, get us in for Christ's sake, get us in. And that is one that seems to stick. And uh, so we did that scene out there. There were a number of local people that um, filled in as the other scuba diver students. And then we had the other scene that was back when we got to the dock, which was at Captain Dave's. And that was a direct scene with uh, uh, Roy Scheider and Lorraine Gary. And uh, that was, um, and the deputy, of course, there for that scene. And that was where we bring them in and we talk about what happened. And what happened is he embolized, came up too fast. And so those were the two scenes. You can see there are small lines that they could fill locally. But what goes with that and goes with Hollywood, I found kind of interesting. As the background that I got hired for, I was making around $2 an hour. And then once I got a speaking line, I all of a sudden fell into being an actor. No experience, not much qualified, but I was an actor, and my pay jumped from $2 an hour to where it was $250 a day, or it was uh, $830 a week. Now, this was 1975, and that was a lot of money, and certainly a big difference for a couple of speaking lines. And so I shifted from a background guy to where I became an actor, and actually eligible for the Screen Actors Guild. But I didn't know why I would ever need that, so I never applied. <laughs> uh, I was around 25 when, we, when this came to town, and uh, I was single at the time, but I was dating my current wife, and I was thinking about asking her to marry me. And so as I shifted in, I was able to use the funds that I earned to buy our engagement ring. And just as uh, this movie is still very iconic, I'm still married to her and we're coming up on our 44th wedding anniversary, which gives us some of the, the age of the movie and the filming. But uh, that has lasted as well, but even been better than the movie and filming of Jaws 2. This episode of Flashback is written and researched by me and produced by April Sarver, our public information officer. I'd like to give a special thanks to Bruce Rowley, Ben Anderson, and Anita Croha. Thank you all for talking with us and letting us hear about what things were like back in the day here in Okaloosa County. We'll see you guys next time.